Old School Lane Casual Chats is brought to you by OldSchoolLane.blogspot.com and is associated with Channel Frederator, Manic Expression, The Comic Book Cast, and The Araminta Show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Casual Chats. I am Patricia, and I am here with Aaron Meta from the Aaron Meta Show. Welcome back, Aaron. Hey, thank you very much for having me back. And I'm really excited about this episode. This is like one of the very few British-Irish things we actually get to do on Casual Chats. And it's like, it's one of my most favorite things ever. So, <laughs> Yeah, I, the last time that I talked about anything British-related on Casual Chats was, gosh, back in like episode... I don't remember, but it was like one of the earliest episodes of Casual Think Chats. I think it was like episode eight or nine or something where I had my former Manic Expression colleague, Gerding Chimp, and we talked about British television shows, uh, more specifically like British kids shows. And uh, he doesn't do any posting online anymore, although occasionally I do see him from time to time on Twitter. So shout out to you, Gerding Chimp, if you are listening to this. So yeah, this is something that uh, I had never seen before until watching it for this podcast and um, Aaron's been knowing about it for quite a while. So today we're going to be t- discussing about uh, a British slash Irish sitcom called father Ted. And it recently celebrated its 25th anniversary on April 21st, 1995. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the classic uh, uh, comedy shows here in Britain and also in Ireland as well. And uh, it's, uh, I mean, this is the thing. I think a lot of people in America will not have heard of this show. They may have seen the reaction video of some Americans kind of like watching it and not actually getting the humor and things like that. And this is the kind of thing about these types of comedy shows. Um, they have a very niche audience. And so, but not niche enough to say that, oh, it's only known by like a couple hundred thousand people. It's not culty or anything like that. Millions of people do love and admire this show but i think when people get it for, for the first time or watch it on dvd or like manage to uh, either vpn to or get all four you know to uh, to watch the show i can understand why uh, some people might not necessarily get his humor right away it's definitely garnered towards a british audience and definitely plays on lampooning uh, not only uh, just uh, british culture and uh, british tv and uh, various other things that are around it but also one of the big it was part of like one of the big um, societal revolutions, I guess I would say, uh, in Ireland, which is obviously taking on at the, the time the most powerful entity probably in in and of course societal political forces in the British Isles and also maybe in Europe, the Roman Catholic Church. Right, right. So I'm actually curious. Uh, how did you first get introduced to this show? So, um, Channel 4, for those of you who do not know, is the fourth channel of Britain. <laughs> if that wasn't so explained enough. But, uh, yeah, Channel 4 has always been on the forefront of, like, this kind of, like, being edgy and kind of, like, being a, a more outside-of-the-box thinking television product. So, um, a lot of things that Channel 4 has done in the past, they've uh, done various uh, comedy shows. They've also done more uh, documentaries, and also they've done uh, Channel 4 News is probably one of the most 
most hard-hitting uh, you know, new news pieces, I think, that uh, uh, news programs, I think, that are out there in Britain at the moment. Uh, Bridge Channel 4 gets a lot of praise for uh, some of the stuff that it does. But, I mean, one of the things that Channel 4 aimed out to do was uh, it wanted to d- distance itself from the other competition. Now, um, there's various great comedies out there from the BBC. There's Are You Being Served? There's LOLO. There's also uh, Faulty Towers as well. But the thing about the the, the BBC comedies is, is that until, you know, fairly recently, they were very played for safe. And also, they were kind of like on repeat for, like, you know, obviously as uh, a kind of nostalgic thing in, uh, in British television. We seem to like our old British TV for some strange reason. They used to be, these comedy shows used to be repeated all the time in the 90s. And I think, uh, but on top of that as well, there was various, um, you know, new age uh, comedy that was really, people were kind of craving for that kind of like didn't just, you know, make make fun of particular characters or anything like that, but I think also has a bit of a message to send uh, to, kind of, kind of like South Park, for example. South Park's been a massive cultural phenomenon. I think we can all agree on that, on the way that it, uh, it, it produces itself, but I think we needed something a bit more on the edge and a bit on the nose, and that's where Dermot Morgan came in, and uh, that's when he started doing his, uh, his uh, kind of his father character, originally on Irish television. He used to do this kind of thing on RTE, but eventually he would then get his big break later on after he kind of rebelled against the the Irish uh, television channel and then moved over to uh, to Britain in London and then got to uh, do a uh, a thing with Hattrick and Channel 4 which then brings us to basically our subject today Father Ted so, Father mm-hmm. Ted, uh, for those of you who do not know, it's basically about three priests who currently are in a parochial house in a lonely island known as Craggy Island. And so, um, the uh, premise of this is that, and it's not really fully explained at the very beginning of the show, but uh, Father Ted, basically, in his arc, if you will, in the show, he basically wasted a load of the Catholic Church's money in Las Vegas. Um, I was probably gambling it or something like that. Uh, they weren't too happy about that, so they decided to kind of, like, instead of, like, throwing him out of the Catholic Church, they kind of, like, banished him off to this lonely island with this uh, really, uh, you know, uh, um, this cabbage of a priest known as Father Dougal, and so he's kind of like, you, you, you kind of describe probably like a teenager, I think you probably say. I think it's kind of cruel to kind of call him, like, you know, this dumb, stupid character when he's kind of more like a, he's kind of more like a, um, a 13th, 14th, very, very, um, I'm trying to find the, the word for it. It's, uh, he's very impressionable, I think you can say, and that's, uh, he's, he's, he has no sense of reality i think of that he's like he's uh, so young in the world and things like that but you know he's he's a uh, you can see that he's like a 30 20 he's in his 20 early you know late 20s but early 30s something like that like he's in he's in that age so that kind of makes it a bit more funny in that regard and then you've got this really old drunk father jack hackett who is basically just uh uh has basically got fallen into the trap of uh being trapped on this feckin' island, and uh, so he just drinks his misery away, and he ends up basically just being a comical drunk in this whole thing. And so uh, this is kind of Father Ted's punishment. You could say that it's his own private hell that basically he's in, you know, ironically, you know, being a priest. But uh, so um, this whole... One thing that the whole thing is surrounded in is the fact that not only does it kind of, like, make fun of the fact that about this uh, corrupt priest who is basically trapped on this island with all these crazy people on it, but also that uh, it kind of in itself makes fun of the Roman Catholic Church in itself and maybe it's like Irish society in general at the time that it was kind of portrayed as well as conservative Irish society, if you will. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And of course, there's the fourth character in the show, Mrs. Doyle, who mostly just serves tea to everyone. And she's just so enthusiastic about serving tea to Father Ted, Father Dougal, and Father Jack. And, uh, and then there's at times in which she's like a little bit crazy especially when we come to a few episodes in the series in which when um you know she sees her favorite singer performing on tv and she goes obsessed with him and then there are times in which um you know she starts like uh getting even more crazier with her personality when she's introduced to things and uh she takes it way out of proportion but (laughs) she's the only female in the house who has to deal with you know, the strict Father Ted, the optimistic yet dumb Father Dougal, and the drunkard Father Jack. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's just, she, it looks like she just kind of like just kind of goes with the flow. And in herself, she's quite, she's a very incentric in herself as well. As you, if you watch this show, you can definitely tell that, uh, that that's definitely there for that. And uh, the one thing about this, though, and I think this is rather sad, is that uh, while uh, the, the actress Pauline McLynn does acknowledge that, you know, she did play this character at one particular time, unfortunately, she's decided that she's one of those people who decided that was a, like a moment in her career, but she wants to leave it in the past. And to this day, she actually never actually kind of like you know does like goes out of her way to do interviews for this character she's one of the very few main actors who's still around for father ted but we'll get to that much later on yeah so i i can understand because if she has done much more television or performances that maybe her character is a little bit more fleshed out or maybe that she's more proud of in her performance and maybe i and maybe with you know mrs doyle maybe for some people they see it as kind of like really regressive it's like oh she's just there serving tea and that's pretty much much it maybe uh which is something i noticed when watching this show is that there's some politically incorrect moments in this show oh yes and you can definitely tell that this was not made for an american audience in some places so like uh, but uh, i mean the, the the way i would defend it though like i mean i guess one um episode i guess we thought was very very uncomfortable was uh, when they did the t- when they did the uh, the talent contest with uh, when they did the three elvises and uh, then the uh, there's also these uh, other three characters which basically are like the like the polar opposites of uh, the people on craggy island so you got father Dick burn and uh, his uh, you know all the opposite characters that they have as well and uh, you know there's one uh, bit in it where basically they go into blackface and they dress up as diana ross and the supremes as their one but uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, was, was, I was like so uncomfortable it was but i would the way i would uh, i mean it is uncomfortable i think uh, definitely for an american you definitely tell it was not built for an american audience but i think it kind of just shows how out of play this is one thing that you'll notice throughout the entire show when you watch it the catholic church is is so out of touch with the rest of society. Like, you know, uh, you think that uh, priests like Father Ted and Father Jack and Father Dougal would not be in the Catholic Church at all. But instead, they've basically been hiding them in this place, you know, wink, wink. And then you've got, like, uh, other times when they're def- trying to defend, like, uh, you know, they de- uh, at one point, Father Ted tries to defend the use of artificial contraception when, you know, in an argument with, uh, um, with um, you know, with uh, um, that, that milkman in that, in that episode. And so, like, you can definitely tell in uh, you know that uh, there's um, they, they're pulling out the uh, the fact that the Catholic Church in itself is either hypocritical or it's um, you know um, it has like it just it's completely out of touch with like the rest of the society 
in a way. And mm-hmm. or he's kind of isn't, isn't listening to basically what the thing that's the terrible things that are going on around them. So I would defend that uh, they would uh, basically that would just be another part of that fact that they're just so out of touch with society and so out of touch with reality that they would basically go off and do this, you know. Like, uh, sure, and I guess that if it is a particular religion, especially a huge religion as the Roman Catholic Church, then yeah, I could probably see that they're so out of touch with the rest of society. But there's some points in which, like, the rest of society seems to deem them as like the higher ups. Like, they treat them with respect, and they seem to follow their every word, and also they. Even if they're doing the most wrong things possible, they just ignore it. I mean, like, there's so many moments in this show that were like, okay, they went there. Keep this in mind, like, uh, we're, I mean, this this show doesn't, like, break the fourth wall in any way. So, like, you know, it's all contained within the humor of the show. So, the mm-hmm. idea of, basically, we're, we're looking in, basically, into this kind of, like, this crazy world of Father Ted. And so, it kind of, if anything, it kind of makes us kind of, like, question, like, oh, hey, you know, why are we listening to these people? Why do we treat them with, like, you know, with this, with seriousness? You know, I think that was the reason why um, many, uh, many priests and many uh, people within the Catholic Church despised this show. You know, like, because it's uh, it's uh, showing uh, it's really it really does not let up on lampooning this organ you know this 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 religion you know like it's which which is a very rare yeah. thing I mean like how many shows do you know of that is focusing on a particular religion like you don't see a lot of shows about you know the group of people who are in the Lutherans or the uh, Presbyterians or anything like that. You, I mean, unless of course it is a show that is particular about sharing their religion, but not in any show that make fun of their religion. And here's the thing, like next to politics, religion is very divisive. You know, some people are religious, others are not uh, like they're atheists or agnostic. So it's kind of hard to like, you know, I, I mean, especially maybe for like certain cultures to like, try to make fun of certain religions because then they'll be insulted. I mean, I can understand why the Catholic church may have not liked father Ted when it first came out. It's like, Oh, they're making fun of us or everything they're saying is wrong or everything they are saying is right. And they're not supposed to know about it. So yeah. But I think that, you know, for some people, I guess, uh, you know, for those who watched it the first time, it's like, Oh, this is hilarious because um, you know, it's able to make fun of a religion. It's able to go there. It's able to take those kind of risks. But sometimes those risks don't give you rewards. I'll just tell you that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, uh, but again, like, uh, it's uh, people found it funny. You know, like, uh, and uh, because it was more, uh, it wasn't more like you know a, a take. I think this is the thing. I think why the reason why Father Ted probably did not take off very well in in the United States, if uh, you know the way that it did, because uh, you know I think um, American humor is obviously very different from British humor. I mean, like uh, our humor is kind of mm-hmm. like, uh, oh hey, here's this scenario, and oh isn't this so funny? And like, uh, but I think many U.S. Uh, people who would look at uh, the Father Ted would look, oh here's this scenario. Wait, is that is this that and the other happening? Why is everybody laughing? You know. Know? like it's just it's uh mm-hmm. i think there's there's two perceptions i think to uh to father ted and i think it all kind of like uh, goes on the uh the way that the humor is presented and uh because uh there's a re- unfortunately there's a reason why you know a lot of british humored uh shows don't seem to take off in america compared to you know uh you know a lot of american shows that that do you know so like because the humor is so radically different i think that's where what you get between father ted and what you get between other shows that uh would exist in this in this world if you will like you know yeah um so yeah i guess we can talk about some of the episodes so 
Uh, what would you say uh, for those that uh, are curious about watching Father Ted? Which episode would you say are like the best ones of the series? That's a really hard one because this is the thing about Father Ted. They, I, I can't really say there's actually a bad episode of Father Ted. This is the thing. I think that's what the reason why I, I consider like what the the whole show kind of like really golden because uh, you could. Uh, I mean, one thing I will definitely say is that I think the opening episode. I don't particularly like the first episode. I'll be I'll be honest with you. Good luck, Father Ted is probably not. Uh, it, it is a kind of a quiet episode i think and i don't think it's a good one to kind of like uh you know start off with it i think at least in my opinion i mean like uh, i would say like some of the most notable ones that everybody usually talks about is a song for europe because it has that song my lovely horse and it's so uh, like uh, the, the one yes. where they try to get into the eurovision song contest i think that's one that definitely everybody uh definitely talks about in that and uh, then uh, there's um uh, there's uh, cigarettes alcohol and rollerblading which is uh, again is another series two episode and so um and then there's rockahula ted which is obviously the one uh, where he uh he, he goes into uh, oh is that the one that's uh he talks about uh, oh that's the one where he talks about like feminism like you know sinead o'connor gets involved in, uh, in you know, parody of Sinead O'Connor gets involved. That's a reference that you know only people from the '90s would understand. So, exactly, for those who don't yeah. know, Sinead O'Connor was a singer. She famously grabbed a picture of the Pope and lit it on fire, mm-hmm. and it got so much controversy, so much bashing that she essentially just you know was kind of like not banned, but she was like put on the side for a while she wasn't able to like release her music or talk to the press without everybody bashing on what she did she she, she, ba- she basically suffered the same fate as the dixie checks basically when uh, they decided yes, to talk exactly. to george w bush <laughs> for those who don't know the dixie chicks are were a uh, country uh singing group that talked very negatively about george w bush in a time after 9-11 and during a time in which when we were thinking about going to war against Iraq and, and Afghanistan and they were saying, no, it's wrong, it's immoral. And every every American was in its post-patriotic 9-11, hooray America kind of thing. And, you know, we, we you know, we, let's just say we don't look back fondly of that now. But back then, I mean, if you were not an American trying to, you know, be patriotic about what happened after 9-11, you were just considered to be a severe outcast. And the, the Dixie Chicks got, like, blacklisted for many years, and they haven't been able to do any music ever since. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, looking at other episodes of Father Ted, I mean, obviously there was Good Luck Father Ted, which was like the first episode of the show. And then there was Entertaining Father mm-hmm. Stone, where uh, you had uh, you know, Father Stone with his mustache, who, who basically was this right by Father Ted as a wall with a mustache. <laughs> you know, just, just these awkward, yeah. quiet moments, and uh, how basically he's just like a black hole that just sucks the life out of everything. And so that's uh, that in itself is quite hilarious. And uh, then there's uh, the, the episode of The Passion of the St. Tibulus. This is the uh, episode where uh, Jim Norton uh, gets his uh, debut as as Bishop Brennan, and so the very angry, you know, very, you know, uh, hypocritical bishop, and uh, so um, the you had to figure out, like, um, it's, it's actually interesting that they kind of went there as well, like, you know, like, oh, hey, here's all, the, here's this bishop, and he's, like, massively corrupt, he's, like, you know, sharing bathtubs with w- women, and, uh, you know, like, uh, he's, like, got a secret family over in California, and, uh, like, uh, it's, uh, oh, my goodness, like, it's, uh, it's uh, you know, it's just like that he's also a scary and, and intimidating character as well, but the fact that he has all these flaws, so, like, you know, he's, like, he's a very he's a very complex character in the show i would say and a very you know a very good foil i think for probably father ted and uh, everyone else around him 
So like uh, that's yeah, it. yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, yeah, I think that um, for the most part, I think that in like the first handful of episodes, I think they were starting to get their groove. They were support. They're starting to say, okay, oh, we want to introduce the characters. We want to introduce the situation and. Um, maybe we can't push it too far, but we want to see what you know, what kind of jokes and what kind of uh, stuff we can get away with. And I think that, like towards season two and three, well, you call it series, but and we call it season. Like yeah. every time that it broke off into multiple episodes, which is well, a little well, bit different. Technically, what we're speaking of is seasons here. I mean, if we're going to talk in the in the American context, so uh, I mean, uh, then season one, I guess you could say, you know, they ended with uh, competition time, which was the Elvis uh, lookalike competition. And uh, that was, uh, you know, obviously the one with the, uh, you know, very uh, uh, controversial thing in that. And then there was uh, And God Created Women, which is uh, the uh, one where Father Said meets uh, uh, novelist uh, Polly Clark. And then he starts to have like, uh, uh, he feels like he's uh, moving away from the Catholic Church and might actually end up kind of like, you know, defrocking himself. You know, in a way. So like, uh, but, um, you know, then there was, uh, I suppose actually that wasn't the final episode of the show. To be quite honest with you, because sorry, like the final episode of the season, I do apologize. Because uh, um, they, because the, the one after that is uh, granting to him an internal rest, which is when when Javala Jack, uh, you know, is quote unquote died, and therefore like uh, they think that he's their father Ted and father uh, Dougal are going to get a whole lot of money as long as they kind of like you know uh, have one last night with him in the um, in the you know in the um, in the, in in the mortuary. So like uh, it was uh, that 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 was uh, I'm surprised that was quite I'm quite surprised that was like the uh, the final episode and the, and the that one and God Crazy Women wasn't the final episode of the season. I'm actually curious about how you guys do like series or season divisions because I looked at Father Ted and it's kind of unusual like uh i guess it's kind of like similar with faulty towers as well in which it was like divided into like six episodes but in america usually a season would either be 12 or 13 episodes or 26 episodes well it's it's, the thing about this is that i mean back in back in this time keep this in mind as well like these smaller like uh, you know production companies uh, i mean they didn't know if a a show was going to be successful or not i mean keep this in mind like uh, they didn't have i don't think they have the luxuries of today where basically you can you're incorporated into like a you know a multi-billion you know dollar studio company and basically say oh yeah well you're gonna make two seasons of this and don't worry about it too you know too much and like uh, you know th- things like that i know if you maybe like super successful maybe you make 100 episodes you know something like that but you know like yeah. uh, you know i think i think shows like father ted didn't have that luxury i mean like uh, they didn't know if they were going to be you know renewed for a, another series or anything like that basically they just uh, they ordered six shows and uh, then they said okay well uh, if uh, if people like it we'll order some more you know, like uh, it wasn't okay. always it wasn't always a guarantee. So um, then we obviously move into uh, we move into quote unquote season two, which is actually series two. But uh, uh, so we start off with hell, uh, which is when uh, they finally have their encounter on a on a holiday with uh, Father Noel Furlong, who is actually um, um, the, the guest host Graham Norton, who now hosts a uh, a popular uh, talk show on BBC One. And so um, he's uh, introduced into this episode, and oh my goodness, he is the most uh, I- irritating <laughs> person we think we've probably had in comedy for a very long time. He's just he's uh, you know he's uh, he's getting people to do river dancing inside the uh, this small little caravan, and uh, you know he's uh, getting to sing you know uh, 
uh, on the light of the moon and things like that. Oh my goodness, it's just it's uh, and like the great thing about this is that he thinks that he's partying with all these all these young people and like, uh, but in reality he's like just really uh, over exaggerated and uh, all these kids around him are just really quiet and just basically just trying to just kind of humor him in a way. It's just oh, it's just it's right. It's a, he, he, this, this is the thing about this. The, 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 can you can we argue that there hasn't been a guest character in the season which hasn't been out of place in a way? Um. Now here's the thing. Now this is going to be something different because I didn't know who most of these people were. You do because you're British. Yeah. I I mean like that one episode where you know some guy comes along and Father Ted's asking him do the catchphrase, do the catchphrase, and I'm like, Aaron, what is he talking about? What catchphrase? Who is this guy? I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, and, you have, have to explain that to the audience who are listening. So, um, the, 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 in regards to that episode, so um, for those of you who don't know, Richard Wilson was a also a, a comedian in himself, and he also did uh, shows like One foot in the grave was the episode the show that they were referencing which is another british comedy show and he's also appeared in a show called keeping up appearances which is uh, a show that so uh, it's kind of it's kind of sold the show over that really but uh, so um the the catchphrase i don't believe it came from one foot in the grave and just you know kind of richard in general and so um the uh, when he came over to uh, obviously do father ted obviously that was his big thing at the time so obviously they just made a massive deal of that and so uh, obviously there was the hilarious thing where uh, Dermot Morgan walks up to him and just kind of shouts it you know, right behind him and uh, then obviously gets uh, uh, roughed up uh, because of it so like uh, oh he was so that, 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 that was that, yeah, the, also uh, Father Dougal's reaction is also brilliant as well as like you know like uh, doesn't look like he appreciated it Ted it's like <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh it's just it's brilliant and uh so uh but yeah i think, that, I think that's, a, that's that's a good that's a good observation i think the fact that uh um a lot of father ted and a lot of the jokes i guess you could say they're more in jokes than they actually are kind of like jokes that normally people everybody would get because you got jokes from like the generation game which was another show back in the 90s which is hosted by uh uh, uh bruce forsyth and then hosted by jim davidson and uh, then you had another you know, uh had some uh, some um, references to uh, British t- uh, TV commercials like uh, Ferrero Rocher uh, when uh, Mrs. Doyle comes in and does the whole presentation of the Ferrero Rocher in the in that episode when the uh, when when the the uh, the other priests come over to uh, obviously beautify a stone and uh, then there's just there's just so much stuff here that uh, relates to British humor and British culture and. Uh, things like that and so i can kind of understand why in america this wouldn't unless they put in some more american references no one was really going to get it you know like unless yeah. you count the final episode where they were talking about you know la gang violence and things like that that's that's as close to america they actually get okay yeah that is the closest yeah and that's the last episode in which like an american priest went over to see father ted and's like wow you know you are a great priest and you know how to reel everybody in why don't you come over to california and you can be a priest and you get to have yourself your your very own basketball court and swimming pools and and then when he hears about the L.A. riots, which, again, for those who don't know, around the early 90s, that was when the poor African-American community in California were rioting against the police because they felt that they were being mistreated and they were being arrested constantly. And so for days upon days, there would be so many riots involving with gunshots, fires, and a whole bunch of things. So, again, if you are not familiar with these 90s references, 
services, you're probably not going to get the show. And I got it. And that's probably one of the very few things I did get the reference to. And I thought it was hilarious. It's like, oh, I can't go to America because of the L.A. riots. It's like, okay. I mean, I get, I mean, sure, it's fair. But, I mean, at that point, I mean, the L.A. riots was like, not really that common. I mean, around the early 90s, sure, but that was when they started increasing, you know, the the police force and all that kind of stuff. But the fact that that's the only reason why he wasn't able to go to California because of that is just hilarious. And the fact that, you know, him only going to America and then Father Dougal, Mrs. Doyle, and Father Ted think, uh, I mean, Father Jack thinking, oh, we're going to go to America. We're going to, you know, leave everything behind. We're going to get rid of all of our furniture. We're going to walk around with these American flags. And, you know, Father Ted doesn't have the heart to tell them, oh, we're not all going. It's just me who's going. And the things that he did, like, you know, telling them, oh, you know, uh, I'll get the, I'll take care of the tickets or, you know, wait in this spot and, you know, we'll board. And then when he changes his mind, you know, he's like seeing all of them holding American flags is like waiting for their flight. And then eventually, you know, they, they don't go. And then they just think about all the good times, which, um, you know, is a clip show of all the, uh, the moments that happen in each well, series, I mean, which at the very end is a clip show. I mean, like it's actually is a full proper episode at the very end, but, uh, in a way, exactly, yeah. in, in a way it's, I mean, we'll get, it gets to that in a minute, but uh, I mean, is that, in a way that's kind of like a very sad way for like the, uh, the show to end. But so uh, obviously we'll, uh, we'll get to that in a minute, but, uh, I mean, uh, just going through some of the other episodes as well of series two, I think series two probably is probably the strongest, probably, uh, ser- ser- you know, season slash series i think you could say of the uh of the whole of the whole show it's like it's got a, r- a lot of hilarious uh uh things in it so i mean you got think fast father yeah, Ted, which and, is and where, like, i yeah. actually i actually have it right here um uh there was a poll that um a fan site back in 1999 called the craggy island examiner mm-hmm. and they were asking everybody what was the best episode of the series and uh, mostly every episode is either from season two or season three, and I'm sure you can guess which one was number one. Aaron, yeah, was it? Uh, was it? Oh, oh, I'm, uh, I'm taking a massive wild guess here. Would I definitely say it's a song for Europe? What of course, that? it is. <laughs> My lovely yeah. boss. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, twenty-two percent said it was the best episode of the series. And uh, number two was "Are You All Right There, Father Ted?" with nineteen percent. Yeah, "Are oh, You All Right There, Father Ted?" is uh, is a pretty is a pretty all right episode. But uh, I mean, "Song for Europe." I mean, just just focusing mainly on that. I mean, the fact that you have this, um, just there's just so much going on. Like you've got Father Ted and uh, he's coming up with this scheme to try and write write a song, and uh, you know, it's like how stressful could it be? And then you can see like it's you know the whole room's full of like cigarette smoke, and he's just yelling at Father Dougal to like play a particular chord. On that and like, oh my god, it's just hilarious. And, that. and then they come yeah. up with the actual so, song, and it's Fa- absolutely garbage. So yeah, uh, so Father Dougal decides to help out Father Ted by playing some really obscure song on his record player, and they think, oh, let's see if we can just use that song because nobody's really heard of it before. But then well, they also, there's realize also, there's also that as well. The the other thing about it as well, the uh, is because that uh, the people who apparently everybody who was involved with it died in a plane crash, so that's the reason why they could uh, get away with using it. But uh, obviously the yeah. the fall of that was is that unfortunately it was public domain and therefore like you know elevator music and everything like that everyone else like that can uh, 
can can cause also use it as well. So like uh, they're just going to be caught out by that. So like, uh, but the thing that that gets them all out of the situation actually winning the the the, the song for you know the song for Europe uh, Ireland side of the contest. For those of you actually actually we should have explained this as well. Like uh, the Eurovision Song Contest. For those of you who do not know, is um, a competition that is organized organized by the European Broadcasting Union. So all the TV shows from all over Europe get to put nom- get to basically basically pick a band or a pop group or something like that to go to a particular country and compete in this whole massive night for um, basically crowning uh, someone the winner of the Eurovision Song Contest. And so um, the way that it's portrayed in Ireland, now I don't know for, for definite if this is how Ireland does it or not, I'm not too sure, but it looks like they basically do a show and then you have a lot of entries in and then they basically pick the winner the judges will pick the winner out of the night the reason why father ted and father dougal win the contest with that really awful song is so hilarious i don't even know if i even want to spoil it or not about why uh why they yeah it, yeah but, i yeah no okay go watch this go watch that episode and figure out why and find out how they won the eurovision not the eurovision song contest itself but how they won the irish like song for Europe, uh, composition, and oh, you, you, you'll you'll be laughing. It's so hilarious how it, yeah. how it all goes down. But uh, yeah, that is- yeah, and, and as for the, as for the second most popular voted episode, are you all right, Father Ted? Oh, <laughs> if I wasn't uncomfortable with the episode we just talked about previously, this is the episode that made me feel so uncomfortable. It was kind of like that episode of Faulty Towers that we watched, Aaron, about the Germans. Let's just say it's very, very politically incorrect for the Chinese. Yeah. So the the background of this episode is, is that Father Ted has finally moved out of Craggy Island. He's finally found the parochial house he's always dreamed of being at. So he gets to play tennis whenever he wants. He gets to basically do uh, mass whenever he wants. He's not doing mass, you know, re- re- repeatedly like he is doing on Craggy Island, but over and over and over again. But then they find out that uh, he's been there's some like, weird anomalies in the uh, in the finances book, and uh, which uh, finds out that he's actually been missing. Uh, uh, Using money again in the Catholic Church and gets end up ends up getting sent back to Cracky Island. And in his absence, he uh, didn't realize that actually a Chinese community had actually moved into Cracky Island. And when he decided to uh, make fun of them in a very racist way, uh, then they basically there's some uh, some uh, Ch- Chinese family find out about it and then spread it amongst the village. And then everyone starts calling Father Ted racist. And then he has to find some hilarious way to basically get out of it. So it's yeah, and, and at first it starts off you know really well with, um you know Father Ted you know being very nice to some of the Chinese people, but then there was this case in which when he visited one of the old priests and he turned out to be a former Nazi and he was <laughs> and he had this he had this room that was decorated with Nazi propaganda decorations and that he died and then he's like oh father ted really liked my decorations i'm gonna give everything to him and then you know then then we have that scene in which when you know father ted is talking to the chinese and they're starting to get along really nicely but (laughs) then then, then, obviously yeah but let's not spoil that either all this ties in together and you're all about to find out like why 
<laughs> why all this just kind of falls to falls to pieces. But oh, that is yeah. Are you alright there, Father? Said it's a hilarious way to begin the third season. I have to say. And uh, yeah. actually, before we talk about the third season, there is something we do have to bring up tragically, which is that uh, before this season, well, I mean, this was going to be the final season of the show, no doubt about that. And uh, Father Ted, sure. uh, Dermot Morgan was going to move on to do something else. Uh, the night that they were celebrating the wrap up of the show. Uh, Dermot Morgan sadly collapsed on the bed and uh, started to have a heart attack. And so, despite obviously re- attempts to resuscitate him and uh, try, you know, all the opportunity, obviously the trying to, uh, you know, get him to, um, you know, be all right, he uh, unfortunately he passed away. And uh, so it's uh, it made season three, I think, a lot more prominent. I think in a lot of the. Uh, you know, amongst, you know, comedy fans in Britain, because it was like, it was going to be like the last time we were going to see Father Ted for forever, basically. You know, it was, uh, um, I think, I think it gave season three, I think a lot more of a boost, I think, uh, after, after that. And so it was, uh, it was so sad the way that we, we, we lost him. And it was just, it was, uh, I was watching the, uh, the documentary as well on his, uh, on his career. And the fact that he'd just been under so much stress doing the show. And, uh, because he was basically, he was, uh, he was going like, uh, he was going a mile a minute, you know, like uh, he was constantly trying to do stuff and he was just constantly trying to, uh, make this work and everything like that. He was uh, constantly stressing himself out over that. And, uh, it's sad that, uh, it kind of led to his demise really. And so it's, uh, it's just, a uh, Obviously, there was the fact that he was uh, he, he was a smoker as well, which obviously didn't really help. But uh, you know, it's uh, it's very sad that we lost him at a very young age. I would, I would really be interested to see what he would have thought of uh, you know comedy today. You know, if he was still with us today, or even what he would have gone on to do. You know, after Father Ted, I mean, you know, where would he have gone after? Yeah. I mean, would it have been a case where he would have? I mean, this is another thing as well. Like, uh, one thing he didn't want to be, he didn't want to be, want to happen in his career was to be typecast. And, uh, you know, because uh, I think we've all seen what's happened with, like, Luke Skywalker in uh, Star Wars and seen what's happened with uh, Adam West in Batman. But, uh, I mean, the fact that, uh, unfortunately, well, he, he uh, passed yeah, away. He, he, means by, he means by Mark Hamill, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, like, uh, sorry, yeah, Mark Hamill in, uh, with Luke Skywalker and also Adam West with uh, with Batman. But uh, it's sad yeah. that uh, he passed away when he just finished doing Father Ted because, uh, you know, now we, know, we now know Dermot Morgan as... Uh, as, as as this character and uh, when we all know that he was far more than that you know it was uh, he was a he was a comedic de- genius you know uh, he'd done various other stuff before then as well so but uh, you know alongside of that um season three was a big one and to start off with are oh, you all right there father ted i think was a very a very good way to start off i think after all the tragedy that i think had struck as well and uh, then mm-hmm. we got to like basically one of my other favorite episodes in the show uh, is a uh, chirpy burpy cheap sheep, which is about the uh, Craggy Island has this uh, regular uh, king of the sheep competition. <laughs> uh, just go with me on this. And uh, so um, there's the guy, there's this sheep called Chris, who is uh, destined to be the champion of this. But uh, they uh, spook him with this. Uh, uh, talk of a beast that uh, roams Craggy Island and like uh, eats sheep or uh, terrorizes them and stuff like that. So obviously now he's uh, not in a, in a chance to compete, and uh, now he's obviously not eating. He's burping as well, which uh, is something that apparently that is not very that's very frowned upon amongst King of the Sheep. But uh, so they Father Ted takes it in up in himself to basically nurse Chris back into health and uh, obviously gets him ready for the competition again. So it's, uh, mm-hmm. and so uh, the another thing, um, the episode that came up with this was, it was a, um, 
You could say it was a speed sequel. Uh, so, like, if uh, Speed 2 cru- uh, Cruise Control wasn't terrible enough, here comes Speed 3 from Father Ted. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, as of right now, I know Keanu Reeves has been talking about a Speed 3 for the longest time, but this is the only one that we've gotten. So, Speed 3 is about this milkman who is the most revered milkman in all of Ireland, and everybody loves him. All the women love him. And it turns out that he happens to be a womanizer in the most literal sense and then father Dougal is like oh i want to be a milkman too that looks like a lot of fun and so he does at some point and then there's this reference well, about there's like a, there's, um, a, there's an important thing to this as well like uh, the um when the when all this happens when pat mustard uh, is the name of the milkman uh, what happens is, is that uh, it's found out that he's actually uh, having uh, you know uh, sexual relations with his customers whilst he's out doing the milk so what happens is that uh, father ted and father duke will obviously do some digging into this find out that you know find get all this evidence that he's basically been uh, uh, improper in his uh, in his profession uh, give it to his boss and gets him pr- pretty much fired and so, uh, but then there's a situation where they don't know who's going to deliver all the milk now to Craggy Island. So uh, what happens is, is that uh, Father Dougal uh, volunteers to do it, which uh, is like, uh, which is hilarious because it's like, it's not like I do feck all around here anyway. So he's like, a, a dude, you're a priest, <laughs> like, you know, like uh, you're supposed to see mass and stuff like that. But um, that, that's just the hilarious part of it as well. Like um, he goes off and does this, and then the problem is though is that when he goes off and to do the. Uh, uh, do the deliveries, uh, Pat Mustard has planted a bomb under the milk float. So when it goes over four miles an hour, it activates. And if it goes under four miles an hour, it blows up. So uh, that's... There you uh, go. And oh, they did. They just do all the hilarious stuff with it as well. Like there's one scene where they do this thing with cardboard boxes. Like there's a whole bunch of cardboard boxes in the way, and then Father Ted has to move them all all to the side and then drive through them himself. And uh, then they just randomly start watching the Poseidon Adventure, uh, which uh, I think is uh, going to be. I think that's going to be an episode of like uh, the, uh, the our series in search of the Crystal Skull that we're going to be doing fairly soon. Yes, it is actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah actually, yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's another hilarious episode as well. And uh, then. Um, I mean, I could say that this next episode, I'm really surprised that there was this wasn't uh, being considered for like you know maybe even a movie or something like that for Father Ted. But uh, the uh, there's an episode called The Mainland where they go off to the mainland of Ireland to basically do you know things that they can't do on Craggy Island. So. Um, uh, Mrs. Doyle goes off and visits a friend. Um, then um, um, Father Ted and Father Dougal go to visit the caves, and uh, Father Jack goes off to uh, get his uh, get his uh, prescription prescription for his glasses. So there's various yeah, things and, and this and this is the time. episode where we got to see the comedian and Father Ted is asking him to do yeah, the catchphrase. Richard Wilson, you know, I don't believe. Yeah, Richard Wilson. I don't believe. <laughs> oh, that's just uh, brilliant. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot of like really interesting moments is like you know we have father jack who's like trying to you know get himself a drink and then um they say to him i think you've had enough and then he just punches the guy <laughs> and then he wanders into like an eyeglass place and and it's like oh you know can you read this and it and the whole thing says drink 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 drink, 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 drink. drink. and that's his that's basically his, basically his, his only words that you'll know father jack will say in the in in the whole show is uh, drink feck us girls and that's pretty much his whole 
his whole uh, mantra pretty much the uh, the entire time. There's probably like one episode where he does actually get sober and he does realize that he's back on the island, and so there's that. That, but we'll leave that and uh, I'll let you watch that for yourself. But oh, that's just that's brilliant as well. And um, but uh, the main line in itself, like I think it's probably the most varied I think uh, episode of the show because you've got Father Jack obviously going off to try and find a drink, ending up in Alcoholics Anonymous, and then getting arrested. And then you've got obviously them going through the caves, bumping into Richard Wilson, obviously pissing him off, and then. And obviously, uh, Graham Norton comes back to uh, re- re- revise his uh, role as uh, Father Noel in the in the episode. Uh, and then uh, you've got uh, um, uh, Mrs. Doyle having that uh, fight in the uh, in in the tea room, and then obviously getting arrested herself. And then it all just kind of ends up at the police station. So, like, and that's pretty yeah. much how we end the episode. So, uh, oh, that's, uh, that's yeah, it's, it's definitely the most complex episode out of everything. I mean, you know, like I, I think that some of the episodes that you know have a lot of things going on is obviously the Christmas special, and the and you know to some extent maybe the last episode of the series because we get to see a lot more characters and it, it delves into a finality. But yeah, like the main one is definitely like an episode that has just so much going on because it focuses on all the characters as opposed to like just mostly Father Ted and Father. Dougal. Yeah. And then we finally get to Escape from Victory, which I guess you could say is like part one of like part two of like a like a big story that currently like uh, is currently going on because uh, there so there's this over 75 football tournament that uh, they have between uh, Rugged Island and Craggy Island. So um, these old priests have just kind of like got together like, oh, it's just so hilarious. Like watching them just kind of like, you know, just uh, stumble around like <laughs> trying to kick a football and uh, it just kind of like pokes fun at like uh, people's love of football as well, which as a foot as a Soccer support. By the way, it's uh, it's not American football. It's soccer. By the way, sorry, I should uh, just uh, you know put that right there. But uh, mind you, how hilarious would it be if it was American football? You know, like you just saw all these old oh, people. Oh man! Oh, that's I can imagine. Yeah, it's like uh, it's just uh, you know where. Uh, it's, it's like kicking the angle it's like football like, yeah, I don't know but uh, <laughs> uh, but you know so it's a soccer game for those in America but it's football obviously for us here so they have this whole ton- and obviously there's a uh, there's a like a a bet that takes place in that so uh, the last time that uh, Dick Byrne lost this bet apparently he had to yell I think he had to yell bollocks in front of somebody and uh, I think uh, yeah. yeah in front of these uh, in front of a crowd of people and so um, they end up uh, so they end up uh, going through into the game they end up winning it however they find out that uh, uh father ted actually cheated in the game but we won't spoil that for you we'll uh, let you know how basically how he did it but uh then he has he ends up finding out that he has to kick over he has to kick bishop brennan up the ass in uh, and that yes. moves on to the second episode which is kicking bishop brennan up the he's literally called B- kicking bishop brennan up the ass so in this episode which is part well two or two um they they set up this whole Dick Byrne sets up this whole thing where they think there's a holy image of Bishop Brennan himself in the skirting board of their attic. So they end up going up there to actually go see it. And uh, in the first attempt, he doesn't, he kind of wimps out on it, but uh, they end up uh, taking the roads in, quote unquote, meaning that they've had to. uh, I mean, that the Bishop Brennan and um, his associates are stuck once again in for the night. And so then Father Ted. Then has a change of heart, and uh, because Father Tugel tells him, "Well, you could try and kick him up the ass, but then he'd, he'd be so unbelievable, he wouldn't realize that you did it, wouldn't believe that you actually had done it." So he does it again. It, it finally, is successful, and uh, then oh, this everything else after that is just so hilarious because he's just he's just in this state of shock when it happens. So and uh, but, yeah, like yeah. like he doesn't even realize it at first until he gets in the plane, and he's like, "Wait a minute." 
No, no, it's even more hilarious than that. It's actually when he's in front of a particular somebody that he does it and then shoves him to the floor. But it's so hilarious. I think we should probably not spoil that either. Okay, okay, okay. Let's, oh, let's, let's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. The thing about this guy, like, there's so many hilarious things, but they kind of involve spoilerish. This is the thing about Father Ted. It is one of those must-watch shows because the the the, uh, the humor is so much tied into the spoilers of the plot that you really need to go off and see it. Because I think if I, if, I, if we spell it all out to you, I think we'll find out that you're not really going to. Uh, uh, you know, really appreciates it when you actually go find and see it. So you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's just yeah. I, I think that I think that um, yeah, I think that we should start uh, wrapping things up. I actually did find this really interesting article on both Guardian and Digital Spy that starting around 2003, they wanted to do an American version of Father Ted because they were starting to do American versions of other British shows such as The Office. And over the years, they've been trying to do this like on and off for the past 15 years. The most recent information that we've gotten was from Digital Spy, in which they said, we're going to plan on doing this American remake of Father Ted, and it's going to be set in Boston. And Graham Lenham, who is the co-creator of the show, he said, like, that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. It wouldn't work. And I, I just want to let you, I want to let you know, it will not work. I mean, it'll probably be at some points blasphemous if you do it wrong. But also, you know, I've noticed when watching the original, especially for the, for somebody who had never seen it before, there's some things that you will definitely not get away with. Like around the time period, I think you could. But nowadays with everybody being so politically correct and, you know, everybody gets insulted even with the slightest thing, it's like, no, you can't do this. I just think it's the type of humor as well because I think if they did an American version of Father Ted, they'd have to make fun of American things. And I think, you know, like, exactly. if, if, this is the thing like this. I mean, like, uh, what, is there going to be an episode where Father Ted visits the President of the United States? And, like, uh, they just have a whole thing like that. It'd be an even weaker version to, like, the episode of Keenan and Kel when they visited the President. Like, you know, to, to Yeah, be honest, that would yeah. be really weird, yeah. I know, and like, and then another thing as well, like, I'm just trying to think, what, what, what would a modern Father Ted in America basically make fun of in, in this day and age? It'd probably make fun of reality shows, no doubt about that, and probably, like, participating. Yeah, they'd but- probably make fun of reality shows shows um maybe yeah. they'll um i think maybe you remember a few years ago when mad pad gave the pope a copy of undertale mm, yeah I remember. they'll probably they'll probably do a reference of that maybe like youtubers and you know maybe like trying to convert them into god or something yeah and and, and and also maybe like some of the jokes that they try to do in the original about like oh you know this eurovision thing it's like how about if we sign them up for um america's got talent or the mass singer or something like that or um maybe for um uh let's see if i can think of anything else like um maybe the episode i mean there's a handful of times in which they do reference movies like night of the living dead and speed uh, like we talked about before so maybe they'll like make fun of like newer movies like oh man imagine father ted making fun of a marvel movie yeah just it's just uh, i don't know like uh, i i kind of wince at the idea of them kind of like you know doing an american version of this show in a way like i mean like no no no, not to say that it hasn't worked i mean it obviously it has i mean all in the family the office they've all been great examples of taking a british show making it americanized and doing its own thing and it's succeeding yeah but like but the, the, something... the office i think is obviously is is a very common you know is, is a very common thing i think to obviously you know transfer over i think like uh, but you know uh, there was a time when they tried to do red dwarf 
And, like, uh, that just didn't work. And, like, uh, I think he ended up kind of, like, being made for, like, you know, a couple of episodes, and then he just died. You know, like, uh, yeah. it just, it's, uh, there's, there's some things that will translate well because they obviously are a common setting. The Office is a common setting. Like, uh, I mean, but sure. uh, something like Father Ted, which uh, is going to have to basically, you know, go go you know, go balls in and be able to basically make fun of whatever else controversially as well. You know, like, uh, Father Ted, one thing you'll definitely know about this humor, it doesn't pull punches. I definitely tell you that it, no, hits, it, it hits the mark in some places, and he's not—he's not afraid to offend you or none either. And like you know, he's uh, oh, he's, absolutely not. Yeah. And is—is is an American father going to do that? Absolutely not. They they will play no. it safe, you know. They really will do unless like you know like uh, I don't know like unless like a really unless it's Adult Swim who make this who make this thing or maybe like something like so out there or something like that. Maybe if uh, so maybe like some out there you know maybe even Spike did it. I don't know. Like uh, so, so it, it would not. Well, be I mean, on... Spike, here's the thing: Spike doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like you know, but uh, you know, uh, it would have to be an edgy television product that would uh, basically have to create Father Ted if it was to do it. Like Channel Four is a pretty out there you know organization still even though it is like part of the mainstream now it's been there since 1980s but uh, mm-hmm. i mean like they they would need um it would have to be like a fledgling station that all, all that is basically getting an upstart and is uh, not afraid to make fun of not afraid to basically take risks to get views and that's the thing and like unfortunately mm-hmm. like a lot of the you know cbs and abc and all these uh all these other like you know mainstream tv shows they're not they're not afraid to play it safe anymore because they know they've got people whether they like whether they're there or not you know like right, just, right. You know, and father Ted would not fit in that category i don't think so uh, okay yeah. yeah so the last episode which is uh in a way is i don't know if uh, americans have these type of tv shows but uh, we go into night of the nearly dead where uh, mrs doyle has this favorite tv presenter called uh, owen mclove uh, and so um he's basically this really awful looking uh, kind of guy he's uh he wears jumpers he like he likes having cups of tea with old ladies and things like that you know he's like that but obviously what he's look at, like on tv is complete opposite of uh, what he actually is on uh you know when you meet him in real life and so uh that's it's a typical uh episode of like you should never meet your heroes because you know you might be disappointed by them so like it's uh it's one of those situations uh, but um, I mean, like, uh, so, and also he plays of he he plays um upon on the Night of the Living Dead as well. So you got all like all these uh you know old ladies who really like him and want to see him, and uh, uh, Mrs. Doyle gets the opportunity to go see him in the parochial house, and so he comes over. But then obviously he's surrounded by all these uh all his uh, fan base if you will and so they're basically trapped in the house all evening until it's uh, until it all like goes away. Remember that episode because that was one of the last episodes of the series right before the uh, series finale, and we actually did talk about how you know hilarious it was that a bunch of old women would be crowding around this house and trying to meet up with this famous guy, and he turns out to be just as a jerk and completely clueless. It's like, oh, um, you know, can I eat this jam? Or oh, this is a sweater that's um was inside of a cake or something. It's like, oh, I'm still gonna eat the cake. And mm. uh, you know, and you know, <laughs> the reason why he's there is because he won a contest uh, you know, Mrs. Doyle won a contest of writing this beautiful poem and, you know, he has to be there for the day. And then um accidentally, you know, Mrs. Doyle kind of like says you know the secret to one person and then the one person just spreads the information to all of her friends and then they just crowd around like a bunch of zombies which is why it's called night of the nearly dead and then they just like wanted like touch they want to go to him it's like oh we like your music oh we love you can we just see you for a moment and it was it's oh my god it's so ridiculous 
Yeah, like for for some reason, like you know, there seems to be an obsession of like you know so many things around the the Cragley Islands, and there there was one episode about rabbits where there's such a huge infestation of rabbits, and you know then we have like uh, the situation where it's just a bunch of old people. It's, it's it's it gets out of control sometimes, but yeah, I mean the whole story about like never meeting your heroes. I mean unfortunately there are cases in which yes that does tend to happen that people can be complete jerks and as opposed to like if you were to see them on tv or on a movie and they're so nice but there are some cases in which that's not true at all there are people who are legitimately nice but you just need to you know not treat them like if they're above you you just need to treat them like normal people that's just how it is yeah for those who are interested in watching father ted uh you can go over to the channel 4 website to watch all 25 episodes but you need to have an account so there's that Uh, father ted is out on dvd uh and also um you might even see a handful of some clips on youtube if you're interested in checking it out so uh, yeah, uh, once again, thank you so much for coming on by, Aaron. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, I really love this. It's uh, been a really fun episode. Yeah, yeah. And uh, around September, we'll talk about Faulty Towers, which that will be, um, you know, celebrating its anniversary. But we'll get to that much later on. So, yeah, as usual, please plug and promote your stuff. Yeah, so uh, I'm on uh, facebook.com forward slash Aaron Meta Show. That's A-R-U-N-M-E-H-T-A-S-H-O-W. Also on Twitter at Aaron Meta Show. Also on Instagram at Aaron Meta Show as well. And if you want to ask me a question on Tumblr, it's uh, AaronMeta.tumblr.com. All right. And uh, as for me, uh, it's youtube.com slash old school lane, facebook.com slash old school lane. I'm on Twitter at Patty underscore B underscore Miranda. I post all of my archive podcasts on uh, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public. Uh, new episodes of Casual Chats will be posted there first, and then it will be posted shortly after on YouTube. So if you are listening to this on Anchor or Spotify or any of those places, then this is where you will be getting your new episodes of Casual Chats and new episodes of Old Schooling interviews before anywhere else. So Again, um, thank you so much for listening, everyone. For the very few people in America who know about Father Ted, let us know in the comments below about your thoughts on Father Ted. Who's your favorite character? What's your favorite episode? What's your favorite moment? Uh, and, And for those who are listening from the UK or Ireland or any parts of Europe who are familiar with Father Ted, please share your memories as well. And for the most people in America who have never even heard of Father Ted until listening to this podcast, and if you do watch it um what were your thoughts on it do you think that the show could work in america or you'd think that the show would work fine on its own or maybe you didn't even like father ted because you didn't think it was funny but no seriously just share your thoughts and feedback thank you so much everybody i hope to see you around soon and take care yep and for myself uh, all i have to say is back off (laughs) goodbye everybody Shower with sugar lumps. Oh, I do overflow.